Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, and welcome back to The Unseen Podcast, a podcast dedicated to missing people, unresolved cases, and UK true crime. This is another bonus episode of Five Minutes With, where I speak to podcasters and other people within the true crime community about themselves, cases that they're interested in, and things about the criminal justice system that they might make changes to. Today, we're going to be speaking to Paul from the True Crime Enthusiast podcast. As well as being a lovely man, Paul is a really big part of the UK true crime community and so I was excited that he wanted to be a part of 5 Minutes With. So sit back, have a listen and learn more about his podcast. Hi listeners to the Unseen Podcast, this is Paul, creator and host of the True Crime Enthusiast Podcast and I'm thrilled to be coming to you today for this time around 5 Minutes With which was very kindly invited to do by your host Caprice, and which was more than happy to take part in. I've sent some very good questions which I'll answer here, and which go as follows. What is your background, and how did you get started in the true crime community? Well, I come from a military background. I spent several years as a military policeman in the Air Force. I know a friend of mine will play hell with me if I just use the overall umbrella term of military policeman, Air Force police. But the true crime genre has always been my go-to one, and if you're a listener to my show also, and I know that we tend to share some of the same audience, then you may have heard me let slip once, twice, or probably a million times that my passion for it stems from a good old BBC show called Crime Watch, which in its heyday was the most terrifying thing on TV, and it did so much good I can't even begin to go on about it too much. I have done enough in the past. But it was my love for Crime Watch that always helped fuel my interest in true crime, which has led to an extensive library at home that I've built up over many years. It's something that will always be a go-to genre, I think. There are so many fascinating things to look back into. And sadly, it's one that will keep constantly growing as well, because evil isn't going anywhere fast, is it? The true crime community that myself and Caprice, amongst many others, belong to, which is an absolutely fabulous one, by the way, that people are just acing it. My foray came into it came, I suppose, some years ago now, when I started a blog called The True Crime Enthusiast. Simple title, it's what I am after all. And I began researching and writing up accounts of cases, mostly unsolved ones, reviewing books, that kind of thing. 
Writing is always something that I've enjoyed doing, and which I've done in the past successfully, so for a while, it was game on. And then, podcasts blew up. Now my own personal preference is for crimes from the UK, so I searched out and tuned in several years ago now to a then-fledgling show called UK True Crime, hosted by a guy named Adam. And I loved it from the off. It's my kind of show for the exact type of cases I'd be interested in over others were featured on it. So when the host offered listeners to research and write up a case for a future episode, I thought, what if? So I did. Then I wrote another one. Then I wrote a two-part case for the show. And then I wrote another episode for a show from across the pond, The Minds of Madness. So I'd gotten the bug a bit by this time. The episodes I'd written were all well-received. And I thought... I'm have a go at this podcast lark myself. And here we are, nearly five years later, and almost 250 total episodes of the True Crime Enthusiast podcast later. Still absolutely loving it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What interests you the most about true crime? The investigation? The forensics? The psychology? I think it has to be bits of everything, really. I couldn't narrow it down to one specific thing above others. It may be, for example, the twists and turns of a certain investigation that fascinate me, as I'll come into a bit later in another question, or remarkable forensics that trap a killer or solve a crime in another. And the psychology, yeah, I mean, some of the true tales of horror, not only that I've covered, but that I've heard other shows cover. I do sometimes think, what goes on in your mind? So in a nutshell, really, it's the whole lot. There isn't one specific thing I can narrow it down to. Do you have a case that you just can't stop researching or thinking about? It has to be the one that's gripped me constantly throughout my life. I dare say it is the UK case that has the most text available about it, apart from his London counterpart, of course, and that has to be the Yorkshire Ripper case. I don't think there is a book about the case that I don't have on my shelves at home, and it seems to be the case that will just never will go away. Documentary after documentary pops up about it, even as recently as last month. And it was just so complex, with so many twists and turns. Not just the series of murders, but you got the hoax letters and tape, the £5 note clue, the tangent the investigation went off. It's without doubt the most fascinating case I've ever come across, and any book that comes out, I'm on it immediately, without hesitation. Absolutely fascinating case. Is there anything that you think needs to change about the criminal justice system or something you feel needs highlighting to a wider audience? It's a proper difficult question, that really, because we seem to see things that need changing each day to prevent some of the horror that we see happening again and again. I think how horrified I was at the murder of Sarah Everard or the deaths of Baby Star or Arthur Labino Hughes and nothing like those I've just mentioned should ever happen again. But, how do you put the fixes in place to prevent things like this? Because they simply aren't meant to happen. You're supposed to have trust and faith in police officers, until cousins showed that you can't with all of them, 
and as for the children, they were each killed by family members, who were supposed to love and protect them. How do you see things like that coming? I think it's something that has almost inexhaustible answers on almost inexhaustible subjects. It's a really tricky one to sum up. I would say also, and I've said this before on other platforms, that I believe the network and reach of true crime podcasters, writers, researchers that there is today should seriously be looked at as a potential valuable investigative tool for police forces across the country. I know it would need some looking at and close supervision, but you think of how many cold cases there are, and all of those fresh pairs of eyes and mindsets ready and willing to go as far down the rabbit hole as possible. It could make a real difference, that, couldn't it? It's just a bit of food for thought there. What is an interesting fact about you that your listeners may not already know? Well, I don't know if I've put it out already on my regular show. I think maybe I have, and I know I definitely have done in one of the Patreon episodes where I covered the case in question. But I was once interviewed by police because someone had contacted Crime Watch UK as giving my name as a possible match for the photo fit of a murder suspect in an as yet still unsolved murder from my home area of North Wales. Which I must stress, wasn't me. I do tell the full tale in one of the episodes where, as I said, I've covered the case. If any of this has intrigued you and you want to hear some more, you can catch me at the True Crime Enthusiast podcast each week, hosted by Audioboom, or on most social media and Patreon with the same moniker. I'd like to thank Caprice and you listeners for allowing me what's been an absolutely fantastic, fun five minutes with. Thank you so much to Paul for being on the show and for taking time to answer these questions. If you don't already listen to True Crime Enthusiast and want to, Follow the link in the show notes to find it. It's great, you won't regret it. Listen in next month to hear our next five minutes with. As always, I'm Caprice and this has been Unseen. Unseen.